Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with guest Robert Lewis, Philip talks about why should I buy a home in this market? Options for still purchasing a home if you feel priced out of the market. And will prices go down anytime soon? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty. We have a guest today. Robert Lewis is going to be a recurring guest, a weekly recurring guest. I wanted to, I wanted to bring an expert in on real estate uh, because outside of taxes and insurance, the other question I get quite often is like what to do about buying and selling properties, the markets. And, you know, I got my own thoughts and opinions, but I just, you know, I don't think it's fair to... My, my listeners, my clients, to not have an expert like to go to on a weekly basis because you know I you know it's it's getting crazy here, right? I think it's probably gonna get crazy for a long period of time. And so I called, I called, um, you know, one of the things that you can always rely on is uh, when you're in the best fraternity in the world is, uh, <laughs> is, is the noops, you know. So the noop, you know, I I, I I call one of my frat brothers who is one of the most knowledgeable real estate folks that I know, uh, him and his partner own their own uh, brokerage. Even matter, matter of fact, if y'all listen to the podcast and y'all heard um, Robert and Taisha Lewis, the the, the beautiful couple uh, before, but he'll be he'll be my my my, my real estate guy, week, my my weekly real estate report guy. I don't know what we're gonna call it, Robert. We'll call it something. But thanks for coming on the show. Oh no doubt, no doubt. Unfortunately, I do not have my better half with me this time. I, I shall I shall burden the load. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, y'all y'all one unit anyway, right? So that's that's how it works, man. What you what you say, she say, and she say, you say. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, right? Sometimes. <laughs> so the, the 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 topic for this week is like a topic that I probably have been getting like a lot, and it's it's one that I even wonder about, right? Because I keep getting my, you know, I'm getting my. Um, you know, my mortgage company, whenever I pay it every single month, they keep talking about, hey, you know, it's like it's like a really cool app too. You 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 uh you ever heard of Mr. Cooper? Yeah, they used to uh service our mortgage before we refinanced. Yeah, they have an amazing app, right? I just love their app. So you know, when you're paying the bill, like you can go in there and you can see like the home value. And I'm like, dang, like my house is worth that much. I got that much equity. Hmm, right. And then you think, but man, like the market is crazy. So like what a lot of folks are thinking and this is the same question everybody has is what do you do in this market because if if you own a home right the 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 question is then we you know should we look into getting another one since we have more you know more equity uh but then what are we going to buy and then if you haven't bought a home and this is your first home you're like well like what do i buy because <laughs> everything is so <laughs> true statement you know i i liken the situation to uh, surely you remember this uh, when gas was up to like almost five dollars a gallon. Mm. What did you do? You drove. <laughs> <laughs> you paid the five dollars. Why? Because it was a necessity. At the end of the day, you're going to have to live somewhere. If 
if the cost of purchasing a house is going up, please believe me, as rain is wet, the cost of renting is going to go up as well. At the end of the day, you have to live somewhere. I always, always, always encourage ownership over leasing. Now, granted, I know we've had this discussion before about real estate as an investment, and and that's a whole nother topic. But generally speaking, if you have to live somewhere, it's better to own than to rent. Yeah, yeah. And so, so from a realistic standpoint, like water, let's take a real life example. Like, so let's say somebody who is making, you know, an, an okay salary, but they're saying, I, you know, I, I can't afford what's out there. Is it, you know, is it, is it the fact that people can't afford what's out there or as Texans, we're going to have to, you know, we've been spoiled forever, right? Are we just going to have, are we right. going through the process of adjusting you know, our expectations to what's normal, right? Because Texas prices have not been normal relative to every other vibrant economic, you know, environment across the U.S. Not at all. Yeah. Real life example. So when I moved here, you know, I was working primarily on the investment side, uh, buying, selling, flipping houses. So those same houses that we were flipping and selling for less than a hundred thousand. Yes less than a hundred thousand. This is 10 years ago. (laughs) Those same houses are 200,000 plus right now. Mm. So at that time we were just coming out of the bubble and the same question then is the same question. Now, is it a good time to buy? Now, if you ask those same people who bought houses back then, was it a good time to buy? Absolutely. Absolutely. They made out like fat cats. Um, And in in my opinion, it's going to be the same thing that's going to continue to happen, Um, which is why our real estate market is so hot. People are continually moving here. As, As our population increases, the demand for housing increases. So people will continue to pay more and more and more uh, until our population evens out. And I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Texas is so inviting for the corporate for the corporate structure. The tax benefits in Texas are are tremendous, um, and as long as huge corporations continue to move here, that's going to entice more people to come uh, because of the economic opportunities. Yeah, and I think this time is different too, right? Because uh, before you had a lot of people who. We're qualified for homes that shouldn't qualify, but the market's still been relatively tight, and you still have this crazy growth, right? So that's so I'm with you. I think it's, I mean, I think it's different this time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Meaning, like people are saying, I think it's going to stop. I'm like, no, nah, I mean, lending, this is still pretty um, tight, you know. Um, right. So, 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 and, so yeah. and another thing, another thing, and this is probably the biggest difference, um, and. This is what would have to happen for there to be a huge swing in the market is there would have to be a huge influx of houses to hit the market. Because as of right now, now now granted in the spring, uh, early summer, it was bananas. Um, I mean, I had listings that that got 40, 50 offers. I'm I'm not even going to get on the listings that my agents had. Mm. Um, 
So just from that one scenario, you know that there's only one person that's that can get their offer selected. So if that one after that one person gets their offer selected, there's still 49 other people looking for houses. Mm-hmm. So back in 2008, everybody was gun shy. 2008, 2009, 2010, because of what had just happened in the market, everybody was like, whoa, I don't want to buy. So the houses that were on the market, it was tough to find a buyer because everybody was so reluctant to buy. Now it's the total opposite. People are reluctant to sell uh, on, on one hand due to COVID. They don't want a lot of people coming into their house. On, on, the, on, the, on the other hand, they don't know where they want to go. Because if they sell, they have to find another place to purchase. And believe you me, if, if you purchased your house 10 years ago, just as an example, and let's say you paid 200000 for it and your note is 1400 bucks a month, you're not going to find 1400 bucks a month. Right. So people have to wrap their, their mind around, man, if I, if I sell, granted, I have a lot of equity. Do I really want to dump all of this equity into a new home? And I already know what your answer to that question is. Uh, but that's the thing that people have to have to battle with. Where am I going to go? If I do take out all the equity in this home, am I going to use it to purchase a new home? Which undoubtedly, that's what you would have to do if you wanted mm-hmm. to have the same note that you currently pay. Yep. No, no that, 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 that all make that all makes sense. And uh and here, and here's my last question on it. Like, and this is one that I I just really just don't know. Um, do do you see like new products or new innovative ways of buying homes happening for people that are quote unquote being priced out? So like like an example being somebody who, from a reasonable standpoint, can only afford a you know a two hundred thousand dollar home uh, alone. Are they are they having to go out? further are they having to go go buy a home with real estate you know with, i mean with uh with with with, with uh you know i'm trying to say like a um not a roommate yeah like a roommate but they own the home like are people combining and buying houses together so they can still participate in the equity and still get a good place to live are there are, are builders adjusting and building smaller homes on smaller lots like what, what, what do you see happening to 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 help you know people that feel like they're being priced out first-time buyers so a lot of those are strategies that people used in, in L.A. You know, if you have friends that live in L.A., it's a huge roommate market, whether it be rentals or purchases. People will buy a house with a friend just so they can afford it. Um, that's an option. Uh, another option is moving further out. Um, now, you may be a little further away from the city, but generally speaking, the further away from the city you are, the more affordable housing will get. Another option is coming into the heart of the city, uh, which currently may not be as desirable for some, uh, but eventually those areas are going to come up. Um, in actuality, those are the areas that will probably see the, the largest amount of growth over time because they are city central. and. As, as time has tested, people always come back to the city. Mm-hmm. Eventually it will happen. It's just a matter of time. 
Okay. No, cool. So, so the takeaway is it's still a good time to buy. You just need to figure out how to make this happen. Uh, so you can, so you won't miss out on Texas becoming California, New York, the arbitrage, right? The big arbitrage, like Tokyo. I'm like, if I'm like, y'all look at Tokyo prices, you know, we have, (laughs) we have a while to go and I'm pretty sure Texas economy is better than Tokyo. (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say, I, I, I will leave that part of the conversation to you. I have no clue about Tokyo economy. Yeah, man. You know, I'll be getting bored on Saturdays and looking at, hey, like, what are the effects <laughs> of money printing? Well, they've been doing it for a while in Tokyo. Let's see what the real estate market looks like, right? Because, you know, that affects real estate. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. these houses are ridiculously high. And, they, and they're down from their peak significantly, and they're still ridiculous. So anyway, I, di- I digress. How, how, how can folks... <laughs> How can folks um, how can folks reach you if they're interested in, uh, you know, learning more about your services, the real estate market, getting a, a home assessment done or even like thinking about becoming a real estate broker? I see a lot of folks that are wanting to, um, you know, get into real estate and, and, and in that business, you need some good mentors. And, and I know you and Stephen are some of the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the best way to reach me is, is my cell phone. 317-372-3022. I'm active on uh, social media at Rob L. The Realtor, both on Instagram and Twitter. Really, everything is Rob L. The Realtor. Um, and then just my name, Robert Lewis Jr. on Facebook. So I'm active. Reach out. Let me know. I'm always excited to answer people's questions. I'm, uh, I'm an educator by heart. So Yes, yes, sir. And Ink Realty is your company, right? Right, right. Ink Realty, based out of Dallas, Texas. Yes, sir. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. I look forward to our conversation next week. Good times. Good times. Looking forward to it as well. Weekly, I'm recording advanced planning ideas with my advanced planning idea episode sponsors, John Thurman, CEO of Access Financial. And Allison Rife Martin, CEO of Rife Martin CPAs. We're going to talk about uh, advanced financial planning ideas that we see our financially successful clients use to grow and protect your wealth. Tune in weekly on the episode. You'll see it'll be titled Advanced Planning. So you know which episodes are the advanced planning episodes. Uh, if you have any specific thoughts, questions, or ideas you you want brought up on the Advanced Planning Ideas episodes, feel free to tweet me at ask underscore Philip uh, or reach out to any of my guests. They'll put their information in each episode for more questions and more thoughts and things that you want to share on, on the episodes. Enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.